0: So hi Megan, welcome. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit, a little bit about your background.
1: All right. Well, hello everyone. Hi again. Um, I'm Meg, and I'm an Instagram coach. I'll tell you a little bit about my background first. So I started off in um, PR and I worked for a uh, fashion PR company in London for a few years. But as you can imagine, although the job was very exciting, I was commuting every day from Brighton. Um, So it's quite hard work. However, um, (laughs) I left that job at the end of last year to pursue my actual passion, which was social media. Um, And I went freelance. So I took the big leap from being employed and went to that. Um, and I started working on social media management for a range of companies. So I some were global and some were small independent, so uh, solo entrepreneurs, everything like that, small businesses, helping them run their social media and monetize their accounts. Um, at the, in August, I decided to take an even bigger leap and actually start my own business. ML creative, and now I work with again a range of companies and um, solo entrepreneurs and small businesses, helping them monetize their accounts and grow their businesses through Instagram and design.
0: And how's that working out? How how, so? (laughs) (laughs) Getting entrepreneurs to understand (laughs) things you just said. That sounds like a so, pretty tough job.
1: Yes, especially with um Instagram, because unlike other social media platforms, it does require a lot of work, but the possibilities and the benefits are endless. So once you start working with um a small business in particular, they start seeing the results, they do understand very quickly how profitable Instagram can be.
0: If we summarize it, so everybody knows... About, I think most people know about Instagram, but us, you know, take it from my point of view, right? So I'm of the Facebook generation, you know, we invented social media. You're welcome. Um, thank you. And, (laughs) but it was generally around sort of Facebook and LinkedIn and then Instagram, you know, sort of came, came into it all. And to be honest, we've never really managed to get to grips with it. It was just a little bit too late for me. So why is Instagram so important for businesses to get their heads around?
1: Well, firstly, with any social media platform, it's just another way of free marketing. So Mm -hmm. it costs you nothing to do it. And it's not, I think the impression when people think of Instagram is a lot of people sharing pictures of their dogs or their children, and that's it. But actually, because it is so visual, it has over 1 billion people using it a day. So it's huge. And because it's so visual, you have so many opportunities to connect with your idle client or with your clients. And with a market that you probably wouldn't have actually accessed otherwise, with traditional ways of marketing and even with Facebook. Because the thing about Instagram is it has so many features for you to um, connect with your audience and really get to know people. that it does set it apart from other platforms like LinkedIn, which mm. is a bit more sort of faceless is a difficult <laughs> term, but it is you don't reach them on the same level.
0: Yeah, LinkedIn for me is kind of like adults, where adults go to play.
1: Yeah, it is like adults. It's less, um, <laughs> like it's it's not as fun
0: as well. No, no it's not as fun. It's far more, um, lots more. Yeah, I mean, opinions are everywhere in social media and LinkedIn, I think is, I find it quite a challenging one. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, as you said, so like all, you know, social media channels, it is this element of free marketing. So, but why do you think that people find it so yeah i say my own point of view as well just so difficult to get their head around
1: i think probably because it has so many features available to it that it can be overwhelming especially if you are coming from something like facebook and linkedin generation and you start Mm. hearing about all these different features because you you can do everything you've got igtv you've got now reels which are just blowing people's minds left right and center you've got Guys that have just come out, and on top of all the other features such as direct messaging, you can send voice notes, you can literally go shopping now. So that is quite overwhelming, especially if you're not used to that and you're not part of that generation that's grown up with mm. that kind of content available to you.
0: So a billion users a day. So I'll just sort of s- sift some of that through my head because I know, <laughs> you know, you, I use, I think I use Instagram for probably about ten percent of its capabilities. If you're honest, so. Yeah you know the image stuff po- take a photograph post it leave it alone reels that's like tiktok right
1: yeah so it's basically instagram's answer to tiktok which is now its rival so they mm. everyone was going to tiktok during the first lockdown because there's not a lot to do um so instagram basically got annoyed at that and started doing their own one but now reels are have just gone crazy they really are if you're not on reels get on reels because they are fantastic for businesses
0: so it, is reels gonna is reels going to be as influential as Facebook for for businesses facebook live do you think because facebook live changed the game for a lot of businesses
1: again yeah i think it is just another avenue that it's going down i mean since i've been using reels i'm now growing a thousand followers a week um from them and mm. that is also converting which is more important, so yeah. they really are. Um, they're revolutionising sort of like Instagram business now, and they're not just pointing and dancing like <laughs> TikTok. You can actually use them a lot more than just the <laughs> that you see. So,
0: awesome. okay, that's that's I hadn't even really con- considered it, and obviously, you know, we, things we've. we've, we've um, and asked sort of Megan to get involved with the the AE community is we've um asked to put basically to put together a course on Instagram which goes through a lot of all of this so what we're not we weren't going to go into the sort of technical details during this because after this you have the opportunity to basically engage with Megan get onto the course and um and walk and walk through because I suppose one of the things that we we spoke about is um I suppose like you say that the, the Facebook generation, if you want, if we, if that's what we are, I guess maybe that's what we are. Um <laughs> makes it sound really old, but I'll, yeah. I'll go with it. <laughs> um, in that you um, feel, sometimes you feel a bit dumb asking qu- what are quite basic questions. And I think that's one of the great things that, you know, you've done with this course is to kind of address some of that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the main thing I want to do with this course is, Pretty much say there are no stupid questions because if you are coming from Facebook, they although they're owned by the same people, they are just poles apart. And if you don't know how to, you know, even post a picture, you, you can only learn by asking. So it's really that's what I wanted to make sure this course was about that you could learn everything from scratch, even if you don't know how to do any of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So you take us literally from. What is Instagram through to actually being able to literally use the it in a retake the
1: account? The, the different mm-hmm. posting methods available, so literally, every how you can utilize them all for your business, and how you can target and find your client, and how you can monetize through it like all the mm-hmm. way through. And hashtags, which I know that everyone. Has been their bonnet about.
0: <laughs> Everyone has an opinion on hashtags. Yeah. Um, how many hashtags you should use? What's you know? I think what is it you can get put ninety hashtags in for an Instagram post. Thirty. And some people thirty. Okay, <laughs> thirty. Oh, we're all here to learn, right? So yeah. Thirty hashtags. <laughs> um, some say use all. Some say just do eight.
1: Yeah. I'm. Um, I'm an advocate for using all. I think there is because they're not gonna. They're not gonna damage you. So why wouldn't you just use everything available to you um it's I always say use 30 as long as they're researched well but the Uh thing with hashtags yeah that's the thing with hashtags I think there's a lot people think if you just put a hashtag in it's going to work sadly they're a little bit more complex than that but there is also a lot of pressure on them when there shouldn't be because they're not Mm. the be-all and (laughs) end-all
0: So it, like a lot of things, I suppose, it's a combination approach, isn't it? It's hashtags with content, with a great you know the image, everything connecting.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, based with you know research, you still need to know what your clients' problems are, solutions, challenges, all of those things as well Absolutely. to to enable to enable it to do its job. Um, it's still marketing at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. Do you recommend um, putting the hashtag directly after the post or in the comment?
1: So this is um, a debate that everyone has, and there is no wrong answer, really, because they both work. So they're both gonna they're, your hashtags if they're used correctly. Your post will still show up in them, um, but I always put my hashtags in the comments just for user experience. Because if you're trying to read a nice post and suddenly all these hashtags go up in your face, um, it's not. It doesn't make the experience very nice for your the reader. So mm-hmm. I'd always put them in the comments.
0: Okay, what do you think about Instagram pods?
1: I wrote a big post about this yesterday on Instagram. Um, well, number one rule for anyone who um, wants to succeed in Instagram: do not use engagement pods. Do not do follow for follow. Do not do anything like that because so many reasons. Um, okay. Firstly, they go against every guideline under the sun, so you will get blocked. Secondly, so let's
0: let's let's wind <laughs> it What so what is so for those who don't know? What is an engagement pod? Because I have, I'm totally with you on this. What is an engagement yeah. pod?
1: They come in different forms. So you may think that you're not in one because they're worded differently, but actually you are. Um, so an engagement pod, an engagement group. They're sometimes called follow for follow. Um, all of this kind of jargon, but it's basically a group of Instagrammers who join together to try and increase their engagement by copying uh, copying each other, copying each other. Sorry, commenting on each other's posts, liking each other's posts, um, and giving each other just. Basically, cheerleading from the sidelines, mm. in a hopes that if they increase their engagement, they will get more followers. That's it. okay. But, <laughs> uh,
0: but, and why is it shit idea?
1: <laughs> shit idea because um, firstly, it's quite obvious. Um, if all, and especially as a business, if you are getting lots of, um, if a potential customer is looking at your post and they're like, okay, this is great, lots of engagement, and they see it's the same people commenting the same thing, love this great you're doing great all the time they're probably gonna figure out that that's fake engagement and that's gonna not look good on your reputation because if you mm. need to stoop that like low enough to go and get stuff, they might think why would I go for that person and also you will get banned by instagram so
0: <laughs> it is a bit low rent yeah that it's... it is
1: it it just it devalues your whole page as a business
0: but I think that actually ties into um another question actually is we hear about the the algorithm i love that ah. word. it's like this algorithm this the mystical being that controls everything it's like the
1: green the devil that's just, <laughs> yeah.
0: so and, and how it changes so the question is so how can engagement be improved um does trying to increase posts saves likes comments make much of a difference i guess the question is how does it what what drives the algorithm what's it looking for
1: absolutely so um basically, one thing I just want to say from the start is the algorithm is not holding a grudge against any of you and it will not punish you. It is not this mean, horrible thing that's sitting at home just like trying to target people. It is literally just based on machine learning. So Mm. whatever you put into it through your engagement, through how you interact on the platform, it will take out of it and and that's how it develops. That's how the algorithm changes. It's just a machine. Um, there are different levels of engagement which will help you become more successful in Instagram's eyes and with this algorithm. And they are saves and shares, like you mentioned. They are a mm. really important new way of doing it, um, mainly because likes are now, um, Instagram is trying to take them away in a few countries. So they're becoming less relevant. Comments, again, they're a good indication that your content's great, but it saves and shares is where it's at.
0: <laughs> mm. So that's the holy grail, isn't it? And I guess the big question is, well, it's creating content that is shareable, isn't it? It's You've got to make it easy for people to want to, you know.
1: Absolutely. To- the main things with um, it's saveable and shareable content is it's got to be relatable. There's got to be a um, some value towards it. So whether that's educational, whether you're trying to make people laugh, um, there's got to be something that you know people will be drawn to and they want to revisit or share to a wider community and this comes from understanding your ideal client and your audience so if you know what your audience want to see from you it's going to make a lot more easier to then create content that they want to see and they're going to share
0: I think one of the ways for people who don't kind of know what to share I mean obviously a lot of people do a lot we do a lot of work on understanding you know your client's problems, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But one of the things I have noticed is people don't seem to really watch what's happening with their own social media feeds. So, for example, they'll do a really great post and they'll put it out there and the engagement lights up. But rather than going, ah, that's a clue on what your audience wants to see, yeah. they kind of ignore it and then go back to do what they're doing beforehand. So you get this spike as opposed to looking at that, you right, okay, well, what is it about what I've just said that's engaged yeah. my audience and dig into it and then try and replicate it. I think exactly. that's sort of the strategy to employ is, you know, throw this stuff out there. When something hits, do more of that. Yeah. Don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's like if you, you know, you buy a new dress and everyone's complimenting it. Why wouldn't you just realize that's probably your color and like go yeah. buy another top that's in that color? <laughs> it's the same when it comes to content. And this is something actually we do go into at the end of the course and it's measuring um, success. So you can actually read your insights and work to see what's working and what's not working, because there are some posts that just aren't right, but you won't know that until you post it. Mm. Um, but it is paying attention and you do have to continuously look and readjust and don't be too stubborn that you're not going to do that. That's another yeah.
0: thing. <laughs> don't be too too stubborn. Yeah. Okay. So the so question is, how do you get notified if someone saves one of your posts?
1: So you don't get notified with um, saves directly. However, if you go to a post, um, you can swipe up and see mm-hmm. how many saves you've got on that. And sadly, you can't see who saved it, but you can see how many saves you've got. So if you're getting like a 100 saves, you're like, wow, this is the best mm. piece of content ever, and keep doing that. But if you're yeah, getting more of that, will be like, not great.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that I suppose it... it it's like everything. It, it takes time. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's something that doesn't Absolutely. light up immediately. And I think one of the things, say, so the changes in social media over the last few years, um, has been sophistication of the audience. Like you said, it's, you know, this spot when people are fishing, it's obvious yeah. what's happening. You know, the engagement fishing. And we, for example, looking at Facebook groups, for example, it's it's really obvious when someone comes into your Facebook group and just asks the, you know, the big fishing question. Yeah. You know, if there's one thing that you could do differently for your business, what would it be? You have no idea who this person is. They've just wandered yeah. straight in asking a massive question like that. You know, what's happening. They're fishing for like, and then they'll, they'll hit the D you know, they'll direct message the people who are in the group. Absolutely. So it is very transparent. I think you can see that also on Instagram, which will probably, or, you know, in any social media posts, So it's just the message. And that is keeping it authentic and keeping it real sharing, um, stories about you and yourself and this is where I think what I found again the interest about the way Instagram set out is when you have personalities and businesses so like Richard Branson for example so his so Virgin the last time I looked at Virgin's Instagram following was about half a million but then if you look at Branson his Instagram following is you know four and a half five million yeah so people are kind of seem to be drawn to personalities rather than businesses in that instance.
1: Absolutely. I think especially because the world of social media is so oversaturated, it's now you need to put a bit more into it. And consumers are wiser; they're smarter. Mm. And we're now, especially with the whole pandemic, we're now in a stage where we are forced to go digital. Everyone is digital. People who weren't digital before are now going digital. So you really need to kind of stand out from the crowd by showing why you are different and why they should, um, you know, follow and engage with you over someone else is
0: even more important than ever. Mm. Absolutely. This is, you know, great to introduce, um, you know, Meg to the AE, to the community. Um, Check out the course when we get it online. Be online in the next couple of days. Um, And then also Meg's, you know, available in AE for you to annoy and pester about all of the questions around um, not just around the actual, you know, the strategic elements of social media, but really it's the nuts and bolts, the how to's. I know that's what a lot of people get stuck on. It's, and because it is, I mean, my, you know, if anybody here, anybody from Instagram ever listens to me, sort the interface out. It's the most unintuitive interface. I think I've ever come across so many features crammed into one thing. And, it's really irritating that I can't go live in Facebook and Instagram at the same time. It's just yeah. <laughs> annoys the shit out of me. But that's not going to change. <laughs> when you hit an audience, talk to what they want to hear. Um I for to talk about LinkedIn is I did a similar thing. I put a post out in LinkedIn about um the cha- the changes that have happened in the market from, you know, the old way to the new way. And the old way being what happened in like February 2020 <laughs> and the new way being April 2020. And, yeah. and it, it was an in- infographic and it got really great engagement. So realize that essentially that's what that audience wants to hear is thoughts about the market. It's broad macro stuff. Same thing with you, Viv. And I think that's you know my message to you because this in here is go back through your social media posts and have a look and see what spiked. Um, and then that tells you what you want to do. How do you share posts on Instagram? Is it through stories?
1: So, yeah, you can um, either share them through your Instagram stories or you can direct um, message them to someone. So if you want to share a post to someone in particular, that will privately do it for you. And you do that by going to the post you want to share, and then there's the little aeroplane that's kind of like that on um, the bottom, and you just press that, and you can either share it to your stories or on DMs.
0: So stories versus posts.
1: Um, I still don't. Important as each other.
0: I still don't get it.
1: (laughs) So, so what? um, So your stories—the way you should think about your Instagram stories—is they should be a kind of live, behind-the-scenes sneak peek, all of this um, live update of your business and what you're doing. So this is how you engage people regularly your feed is all about value and it's so much to do quality over quantity on your feed stories every day fine feed probably not because it takes time to make valuable content think of it as your feed as an art gallery so you want mm-hmm. it to be the best content in the world and then your stories are kind of like your sketchbook
0: ah the the killer question how long is the course and is there a cost
1: so yes, there is a cost. Um, so it's, um, a hundred pounds for the course. There are six chapters with two, around two to three modules in each. Um, and they, the modules either go from two or half an hour and all the rest are just five minutes. So they're really quick. Um, they're all visual and, um, in the beginnings, I take you through literally on my phone, you'll go through everything. There are pointers. So, really it's easy to understand even if tech is not your thing
0: <laughs> that's the important thing so it will be on uh it'll be on the matrix platform and in terms of how how long it is you just go through it at your own pace right Yeah, it's, um, it's all self-paced completely. yeah self-paced stuff so and that'll be i think let's let's make it well, that'll go be live up by monday and everybody will get a, a notification of when it's available um and also on the side of that is uh i'm going to hand my instagram over to you because <laughs> I just want to just make it work and I don't have the time for that sort of stuff. So make Instagram work for me. Thank you. Um, awesome. So that's brilliant. Thank you very much for, for, for joining today. Um, now the important part, we have 10 very important questions.
1: Alrighty. 10 Alrighty. Very,
0: very important. questions. These are what I call the 10 most important questions in the world. So um, 10 questions, right. Beatles or Elvis?
1: Elvis all the way. He's a hundred in love,
0: baby. Oh, yeah. We're friends. This is why we're friends. So yeah. I don't get... I've, I've had arguments with Scousers about I don't get the Beatles, and they're like...
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Sacrilege. Don't care. Elvis is the man. Superman or Batman?
1: Batman. I mean, can you resist that
0: outfit? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, did, I hadn't considered the outfit being a thing, but clearly it is. Um, yeah. I was just like, well, is the gadgetry isn't just general dark brooding demeanour. Yeah, um, just, you know, tall, dark, hair, and handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then, and then I suppose then you got to put up with Bruce Wayne afterwards, right?
1: <sighs> True. I'll uh, <else>
0: survive. <laughs> Are you a, a night owl or an early bird?
1: I'm going to come clean and just say, if I could sleep all day, I would. I am such a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I peeked too early, asked my mother. I went, you know, clubbing at 16, and now I'm just like, please, tea in bed. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've always been a bit of a, a bit of a night owl. Um, yeah. I don't the the thing. One of the things that's always surprised me not surprised me, but I've kind of rebelled against is the whole kind of hustle entrepreneur generate thing about you know I'm successful because I've only slept three and a half hours a day and I survive yeah. on coffee. I don't get that. I don't get that at all.
1: Um, night owls,
0: <laughs> nah, Night owls win just as much. Um, yeah. Apple or Android?
1: Apple all the way. Why so? Yeah. Because I honestly, I just find it. Firstly, it's easier to use. Secondly, it's just there's just so many features available. It's I feel like Apple they have really nailed getting just everything right, and also it looks pretty. So
0: (laughs) yeah, I think it's it's form and function. I think one of the things you know I say we ask this question to you know lots of different people, and very few come with the sort of Android side. When they do talk Android, it's generally because they want to be able to you know, break it apart, fix it, make it, you know, bespoke it yeah. in a sense. I don't have time for that anymore.
1: No, just I just put it in my hand it
0: and it works. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Make it make phone work, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, PlayStation or Xbox?
1: Well, um, I hope my boyfriend stopped listening, but I, d- I call them a game box because <laughs> I'm not quite sure which one's which, but I'm pretty sure he has an Xbox. So I'm going to say Xbox in case he is listening.
0: fair enough Um, I'm still a fan of Nintendo 64 Um, I have both there are both of these in the house PlayStation and Xbox and I don't think I've really picked up either one of them (laughs) no
1: Um,
0: what's what's your favourite movie
1: this is a tough one I'm going to have to say I think probably Lion King I'm just I'm going to go old school we we are talking
0: the 1994 animated version not the most recent we are yes no
1: no no not the new one no
0: horrific murder how can you you kill a film
1: (laughs) It's like it's Aladdin. a Shocking, just all of it. It's just
0: yeah. I don't. I don't get why you need. I. I, I see the technological marvel in making those characters the way they did.
1: Yeah, it look. You know, but it what looks great. Just because you can uh, doesn't mean you should.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but going back to 1994, what a movie that is.
1: That you know that is that's my movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> makes me cry. The well. The recent one doesn't have Jeremy Irons in it either. Yeah. How can Scar not be Jeremy <laughs> Irons? Anyway, but who, Hakuna <laughs> Matata. Um, that probably answers the next question. What's the song you rock out to? Is that like Hakuna Matata?
1: No, actually. Um, it's I'll Do Anything, um, for Love, Meatloaf. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> that or a little bit of Bonnie Tyler.
0: Oh my <laughs> good <look> god. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> soft, the soft rock queen. Just love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh sun or snow?
1: I'm going to say oh, it's tough. But I think I'm going to say sun. I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: In my in my world. In my world it's not tough at all. Snow winter sports are shit. It's cold. <laughs> oh, it's it's either hot. Nah, it's cold hard. and exhausting. And I've yeah, nah. no. No it's bit
1: easy.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, but then you're hot, cold. You know what I mean? It's like you've got all that gear on, and you're in trying to have a beer, and it's sweat. It's hot and True. sweaty. And then I've got then you're you know you're pissed, and you've got to get the ski lift somewhere, which oh, takes cool. you an
1: Avenging.
0: hour. Yeah, dragged up the slope by like, on your back. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No. Looses Beach up. bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the ski poles. Yeah. You never see that again. Nah. <laughs> go to what's what's your go-to business book
1: um see i'm more of a i kind of i don't have like books as such i've always been into just sort of either video content or i just basically like absorbing everything i can Mm. so a book i find it's not too long as such but i do like reading them but i'm just more article after article Mm. you know for example, if anyone um, has listened to, I recommend um, the Social Examiner podcast. That's great for anyone who would like beginner's tips on that. They are really good the podcast. They're not very long. They're about, you know, 40 minutes if you're in the car. Well, we're probably not doing much of that at the moment, but if you're at home...
0: <laughs> to go for a walk. <laughs> um, you there.
1: know, going for a walk. Have, yep, put it in and so go your, for a walk.
0: Your, your one hour of state-sanctioned exercise.
1: Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So the social exam, thats a great one. So, what other podcasts? So, if books maybe. What other podcasts do you listen to? Oh,
1: um, ooh, now I have had to, the top of my head, uh, I'll write a list because I've got quite a few. Oh, no, that would be <laughs> okay. that would be really awesome. You share that. Yeah, I've got you share that. Of beginners um, and um, more advanced as well, and more so, so clearly,
0: you're to, you're also going to be listening to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs podcast because you're now on it
1: obviously love the sound of my own voice yeah.
0: that's why you have that's why i have a podcast series you, yeah, there you, go. you should create a podcast series so you can listen to yourself, <laughs> listen to yourself. whilst walking around yeah. yeah well you know if there's nothing on tv i would be i would watch the show that i'm on right
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> last right last question then what's the best bit of advice you have ever received
1: my, um well, my new, my new saying for myself is um, procrastination is often hiding behind perfectionism. So take
0: that. Okay. In. Procrastination is often hiding behind perfectionism.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the time we say, especially with social media, like, oh, it's not ready yet. Or I'm not ready to launch my new offer. I'm not ready to post this because it's not quite perfect. But actually what you're doing is you're procrastinating you're wasting time and I know it's tough love sometimes but sometimes you've got to go for it and I think otherwise you're holding yourself back by trying to be too perfect so
0: that's I my- couldn't agree more I think yeah you've got to be it's prolific beats perfect you've just got to get the content out there otherwise it sits in your head and it Absolutely.
1: doesn't and benefit anyone yeah, and it gets to a point where if you're not gonna act now, it's never too late, but it does come to a point if you don't act now, you're probably never gonna do it because you're gonna lose the drive, you're gonna lose your momentum, and that's what's gonna stop you getting anywhere. So mm. that's my biggest one I'm taking into 2021.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank <laughs> you very much for, for today, Meg.
1: My pleasure. Yeah,
0: the course will be on Matrix on Monday. I'll ping a link out to everybody so you can you can access it. Um Meg is in the Accelerator Group um as you're obviously at Meg Lana and she let the big secret out now is um meg is also is louise hallam's daughter, so <laughs> was introduced by one of our um our club members <laughs> louise um at the one i think like at the one time we managed to get out d- between lockdowns yeah um at a, a drinks party and um I had a great chat with this this wonderful lady I was massively really impressed with the knowledge yeah. she had through instagram um and, um yeah, and I thought, right, as soon as the dust settled, when we knew we needed to bring someone in to help talk about Instagram and help us demystify it, there was only one person I could think of, and that was Meg. Okay. So thank you for being part of the community.
1: My right. Pleasure.
0: Right, guys, have a fantastic uh weekend. Take care of yourselves, and we'll catch you all soon. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>